breathing exercises. Yeah. Smell the flowers. Blow out the candles, yeah? Oh, right, yeah. Get it in you like it's your last breath. That's what we used to do in my family. Um, right, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Hi, guys, welcome to this week's What F. I hope you've had a lovely week on planet Earth. It's a strange place, and we're back here to tell you how strange it really is. It's pretty weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, laundry. Um, this is brought to you in association um, with Supreme CBD. Head to supremecbd.uk and use the code WTAF and you get 40% off everything in the shop. Everything. All of it out there. and Even I, the HTML. I um, Now I've forgot what, who's on WhatsApp. Ah, um, oh, piss. <laughs> I'm joined on um, Gareth Hutt tonight on Thursday night, um, just gone. By Dr. Gaston Cornu-Labat, by Glenn Maida, and Dr. Shannon Croner. So I've got two doctors and one privacy expert who's telling us all about what's going on on the internet and how teenagers are being uh, targeted, not only by corporations, but also by governments. Um, it's very sinister, but it's, 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 good. it's a good interview, actually. Yeah, it sounds sinister, but the world is getting more sinister, isn't it? So although it we're is. laughing at it, it's like laughing at the Joker. Very sinister. Mildly funny. So this week I've got on, I will probably go with um, Ron. Have you, got Ju- have you got Julian Bryant, Juliet Bryant this week? That was last week. Oh, was it? Well, it's just gone. It came out last night, the Juliet Bryant one. So that's out on Iconic at the moment. And that is, an, yeah, probably, I'm very proud of the interview. It's a very, very uh, important, I think, interview. And it reveals a lot about the undercurrent and the underground stuff that Epstein probably is involved with. Why did you choose the the um, the title Epstein the Dragon, the Apple and the Butterfly? There's um, obviously the butterfly comes back here as well to the blue butterfly. You were talking about you've got MK Ultra kind of connotations to the butterfly with with the um, monarch butterfly. So why did you choose that title? It's a it's a lovely title. Because when I was taken to the island, I saw Epstein shift in front of my eyes. It was very, very frightening. And it's just something that I had to explain to myself because I saw him turn into something. And if someone else told me this, I wouldn't believe it. But unfortunately, it happened to me. So I had to look into it and try to find reasons for it to explain it. You know, it's not, not an easy thing to talk about because I can understand that a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't un- understand it if they haven't seen it. Do you mind if I just have a puff of a cigarette? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then we keep going once. Yeah, sure. Do another five minutes on top of this anyway, so it's fine. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So was this a theory that, that you were uh, familiar with before? Was this the first time you ever you heard it? So there's no suggestion in here. This is something you weren't aware of. No, I wasn't aware of anything like that. You know, um, a few, like a few years later, my mum started actually researching David Icke and my mum knew about the whole reptilian theory and, you know, so then I sort of clicked what I'd seen. Because, you know, the thing is, it wasn't actually like reptilian, it was more like an alien, like dragon, and that's when I looked into the draconians, you know, the draco law, you know, also the order of the dragon, the royal family are all apparently part of the order of the dragon, also their descendant Vlad the Drac used to drink blood, Vlad the Impaler. You know, so I looked into a lot of history and it sort of, yeah, it, ex- it explained. But I saw him shift into something. It only happened once. But I've never seen anyone else turn into anything like that. 
and it happened. It was like a weird hologram and it had like big black eyes. And so it, it happened. Big, you know, big, big black eyes and it wasn't quite reptilian, but yeah. it was esque. Yeah, it was like it wasn't it was like reptilian draconian alien sort of thing. It was like it, you know, it wasn't like the usual reptilian pictures that they draw of people where you yeah, but I saw it, you know, and it was like and I I was you know, when I looked at him and saw him as that I um I you know, I decided to look away and, and look back at him and when I looked back it, it was him again. I think we all kind of get to get to understand there's much more going on on there. So I've got on this week Pierre Sabac and he's talking about horographic culture which is um along the lines of the reptilian stuff talking about this this place being a hologram and looking at how it's actually hidden a hidden code within our, our languages and, and several languages. So I think it's called polymorphic or something where basically this code is hidden with all different languages but re comes out as we are not alone and there is a kind of archontic influence on this world um, and seen in old paintings and stuff like that so that's really interesting and it's, it's another kind of string to the reality that's coming out right now that isn't quite what we believe as we know because we have aliens now so good. we do so that's where the but their obsession with symbolism comes from then essentially it's linked into that Absolutely, interesting yeah. the symbolism kind of watching it. It. <laughs> um okay I, I had a, I've messaged I've been messaging you for days about this, but um, people at home don't know about it. So I'll tell you the full story, right? It's, it's a bit weird. Mm -hmm. So I was out walking the other day, as I often am. I was in Leicestershire. It's very beautiful. Um, and my phone kept going off, right? Um, but it was going off with Isle of Wight numbers, which are 01983 numbers. Now, if I don't have a number saved, right, I don't answer it because it's normally like bank account detail and that kind of thing. And I can't be bothered with COVID. you're a shill. That one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're a shill. Um, and so I kind of, you know, but I thought, you know, Isle of Wight, my mum's down there, my sister's down there, my niece and nephew, my dad. So I was like, oh, you know, so I was answering it. And um, so the first one was like, all right, I think I've seen your cat. <laughs> right? And I went, okay, I think you've got the wrong number. And they were like, oh, no, it's just this is the number on, on, a, on a poster, a missing cat poster. And I'm just thinking, obviously, they've, they've obviously, you know, fat thumbed it and put the wrong digit in. Um, and I thought to myself, I thought, well, that's kind of funny because they're on the Isle of Wight and I grew up on the Isle of Wight. What are the chances of that? Anyway, yeah. bosh. Conspiracy. So then the phone goes again. And then I was getting texts. I think I might have seen your cat. Are you still looking for your cat? Has it been found yet? I was like, oh, what is going on? So I'm replying to these people. I was like, right, it's ob it's obviously a wind up, isn't it? Like one of my old schoolmates or whatever has obviously put up a poster with a missing cat. They put my name and number on it. Ha ha. It's quite. It it's annoying now because I'm trying to film because I'm doing a walking video. But it's it, actually pretty funny. It's, it's still pretty funny. It's a good. Yeah. So then, um, I just kind of resign like resign myself to the fact that I'm never going to know who it is, or or at least I won't probably for a couple of years. And then I'll be back on the Isle of Wight visiting family. I'll bump into someone and they'll go, hey, do you remember that? Was that you? Oh, you knobhead. Yeah. You know, that dad. kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dad. Anyway, so um, so then I didn't really think that much of it. And then I got another phone call, right? And this woman was so, like, she wouldn't have it, right? <laughs> so I said, oh, yeah, 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 I know what this is about. It's about a missing cat poster. It's not me, mate. It's it's obviously, you know, someone I know or whatever is, is having a wind up. And she went, but it's got your number on it. I went, yeah, <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm thinking, I, I know that. That's why you, that's phoned, you me. phoned me. Yeah, it was an accident. Um, 
And I went, yeah, no, I know. It's obviously that's, you know, there's someone winding up. And she went, is your name Gareth? And I went, yeah, my name is Gareth. Well, it says Gareth on the poster. I went, I know. It's someone winding me up, isn't it? It's like, she wouldn't have it. And it was only when I said, look, I don't live on the Isle of Wight. I used to, many years ago. I said, now I live like a 40-minute boat ride and a four-hour drive away. It's not my cat. I don't own a cat. I've never owned a cat. You know, we had cats when I was, like, family cats. But as a, as a single man or a married man... I've never owned a cat as an adult, basically. So eventually, that was fine. You shouldn't, so, mate. You'll lose it. So I thought, you know, whatever. And then I got a text from the original woman that had contacted me saying, all right, I caught this on the ring doorbell, right? And it's the guy putting these posters up. And then she's like, oh, and by the way, just to let you know, they are everywhere. Like, they are all over the Isle of Wight. Um, <laughs> That's how you know you made it, mate. Oh, mate. So I'm looking at the geezer. He's got his hood up. He's wearing gloves. It's a video as well. He's pacing up and down. He does this, like, he's really like he's like fucking planting a fucking bomb. And um, wow. so then I'm like, okay, this is a little bit weird now because I don't actually know this guy. It's more like, than a little bit weird, Gaz. Yeah. So then I took the screenshot of what the lady had sent me. I sent it to my sister who sent it to a bunch of people. And they all came back with, that guy is blah, blah, blah. So I searched him on Facebook, found him, and he's got a very distinctive chin and it's definitely fucking him, right? So I was like but I don't know him. Like, we've got mutual friends, because it's the Isle of Wight. I was like, but I don't know him. I have no fucking clue who he is. He lives in a town that I never went to and never grew up in. Um, so then I sort of put it in my group of friends. I was like, how fucking weird is this? But then a couple of my mates got really pissed off about it. We're like, nah. But what frightened me was then a couple of my mates had his address, his phone number, his employer, and everything within like a minute. And, and I was like, I was like, shit, that's a bit fucking serious. So then my mate was like, I've already texted him. I was like, well, what did you text him? He was like, I sent him this. And he sent me a screenshot. And my mates just messaged him going, you right, mate, is this you? And then a picture of him <laughs> like, trying to like not get caught putting the thing up. Um, and he just instantly blocks my mates straight away. So my mates um, just had a card made on Moonpig and sent to him with, with his face on it as well. <laughs> caught red-handed putting his posters out. It's like... Why? I don't understand you? why. What's the... It's so weird, isn't it? So I've had to change my number. Um, is that what the point was? Like, he doesn't like you because maybe you say something about climate change he doesn't like. Well, so he tried to get your number out there to annoy well, you. the thing is, I thought, how the fuck's he got my number? Um, and Gemma said, look, she instantly found it on my old um, uh, profile, my old um, personal trainer profile, which obviously you have to have your number on because you need clients to contact you. Well, I found yours I was... on the toilet door in, um, when I come and saw your day in Norwich. Well, there's that in Norwich, yeah. yeah. But... Um, just goes around the hole, doesn't it? In, in the side. It's really hard to read. You have to do a handstand. Worth yeah, it. but that, but but yeah. So I've had to change my number, which I'm actually not that bothered about because I'd I'd needed to do it for ages. Gemma's been in my ear about changing my number because I've had the same number since I was in my twenties, and obviously I was a PT, so my number's been given out to probably hundreds of people, amount of clients I had over that period of time, um, and you know when we've had people on the show, whistleblowers or whatever, and I've had it before where they've given out my number without my permission to people. I had one lady. God help her, she'd had a, an awful, awful life. But she was phoning me crying at like half 11, 12 o'clock at night sometimes. Oh, and God. I'd be on the phone sometimes for like 45 minutes and Gemma's there going, what's going on? I'm like, well, I have, I have to talk to people like this. You know, they're struggling, but it's yeah. still, it's hard because it's then in your personal life, isn't it? And it's difficult. So changing the number is probably, you know, a good thing anyway. Um, so I've done that. But how mental is that? I, I still don't understand it. I don't understand what the point is. No, well... You were right, I think, um, in the motivation, because when I 
sort of inquired about him to these people that knew of him. They were like, I had to stop talking to him because he was mental during the Rona. Um, and he's a proper woker and he's a this and he's a that. So that's why he's obviously done it because he's just George W. Bunkers. Um, that's some yeah, effort to really go it. to, isn't it? Because well, it doesn't were... achieve anything. Like... Well, no, it got, it got people to phone me for but... a bit and it provided <laughs> us with content. Wow. It's like when back in the day we used to do like poo in the bag, set it on fire and put it through the letterbox. Nowadays you just do stuff like this. They can't even do like harassment properly, these woke lot. Don't they? It's so strange. They'll come it? around next week, they'll come around and put your bins out for you. To piss you <laughs> off. Which is interesting because that's what he does as a job. <laughs> he does, he works for the council. Of he does, of course he does. But there you go. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking funny, isn't it? But there you go. Oh, anyway. it's just weird, mate. It's absolutely brilliant. It's only stuff that happens to you as well. Because, like, it, it's just so pointless. It, it's like, what did he saw at home? That thought, oh, God, oh, God, I'll get him. I'll he's get a grown him. man who's married and family and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Has he got he's, a cat? If he's, not anymore, it's gone missing. But also the poster made me laugh because <laughs> it's obviously a stock image of a cat. And people, have, but the thing is, the fact that people phone me going, I think I've seen it. That's it. Yeah, you haven't. That's that's what's weird about it. Like, yeah. I think I've seen your cat. Oh, I have seen your cat. Yeah, you what haven't. What do you mean? It's a stock photo, mate. Yeah, but it doesn't exist. No, but yeah. I've seen it. Right, okay, now we're ending uh, now the we're melding of the worlds. We're in, we're we're in La La Land. We're in Land now with Mariana. <laughs> She's oh, the one up as well, isn't she? Lying on her fucking, lying on her CV. Yeah, she is. Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, what happened there? Let's explain the the listener or the audience what happened there. Well, she lied on her on her CV to get the gig at the BBC, um, saying she'd worked with this particular person for a period of time in Moscow and whatever. And they've come out going, "We didn't." I, I think they emailed. She emailed me once or whatever. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I'll level with you. I've never, I've not lied on a CV, but I know people have, and I know people embellish a bit, whatever. You know fine to to, a, to i guess to a certain degree you know as long as it's not too fucking ridiculous um i yeah, know that honors degree in in chemistry when i worked at that that yeah that that plant kind of work. people that's might, a shit idea people might make out that they maybe had a little bit more responsibility at their previous job or if they're going for a management position or whatever i know of course people will probably do that but when you are touted as the bastion of 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 truth yeah. and countering misinformation you are going to be held to a higher standard because yeah. that's the fucking point. You know, at the end of the day, if, if if I score, you know, 10 goals in a Premier League season, that's pretty fucking good that I've scored 10 goals in a Premier League season. But if that club bought me for 150 million quid and I'm touted as the best player in the world and I score 10 goals in a Premier League season, it ain't fucking good, is it? And that's the point, isn't it? You put Especially if you were, she's trained in Russia as well. You don't... don't don't um uh, yeah don't kind of draw attention to the fact that you were you were trained a family that people didn't know so they still don't know who the family she stayed with is she was trained in Russia and she ends up at the BBC as a disinformation um moron uh yeah amazing so what's the what's the betting it's an anti-Putin family yeah I would have thought so yeah yeah definitely oh it's amazing okay what ones have we got next then let's go let's go into the what ifs um. So that was your one. Let's the first one. We've got to cover this, haven't we? This made me laugh more for different reasons. The aliens are here. It's confirmed. The aliens are here. It's it's funny because it's predictive programming. I'm sure of it. And you know it's coming. But it's so fucking ridiculous looking. 
It's absolutely ridiculous. I thought it was Celine Dion. Um, this is the moment a UFO invest. <laughs> a, she used to be gorgeous, but then some, the adrenochrome she, ran she out. She went a bit bonkers. Yeah. And started advertising creepy paedophile-looking kids' uh, clothing. She did, yeah. And then got a vaccine injury, if I'm honest, I think. Do you think so? Yeah, think she's so, yeah. not well. So this is the moment a UFO investigator presented two alleged non-human bodies, well, they're blatantly non-human, um, to a Congress full of astonished officials. <gasps> oh, fucking hell, what's that? James Musian, who, who has led investigations into alien phenomena for decades, stood with the scientists to unveil two corpses in what he called a watershed event in front of Mexicans' Congress on Tuesday. What is it about Mexico? It's always in fucking Mexico or New Mexico. The yeah, Reese, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, they're just messing around over there. Old the Reese... Mexico and New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Taco Bell. Um, the researchers made the extraordinary claim that the corpses presented in window boxes and supposedly recovered from Cusco in Peru. Probably spelled that wrong. We were now, we're now part of Where, our... Whereabouts? Not Cusco, as in the, the very famous Cusco. Uh, C-U-S-C-O. Well, yes, then. Yeah. That's like Inca temple ter tem oh, territory, Oh, it? OK, fair enough. Well, that's where they probably found it, in Peru. We're not part of our terrestrial evolution. Of course they're not. With 30% of their genetic composition still unknown, according to Mexican media. What made me laugh even more was, OK, so this is confirmation, apparently, that aliens exist. And no one gives a shit. No one gives <laughs> a shit. Like, Oh. Are they gonna? Is that gonna pay my mortgage? It should have been the front page of every store of every every news outlet on the planet, but instead, it's <laughs> it's in the Daily Record. Just no one cares. No one Holy cares shit. that we're not alone. Apparently, in the universe, no yeah. one cares. It's like I've still got like I'm still oh, fucked. Yeah. Can I burn it to heat the house? No, I ain't bothered. <laughs> you got this wrong. You needed to wait to a point where we all cared. To reveal this, you've got us to the point where we've all got a lot of stuff. Like, how am I going to, like, fill up the fridge? I'm more worried about that. We'll worry about the aliens later. So carbon, <laughs> carbon, carbon dating by the National Autonomous University, no one knows who they are, of Mexico. Well, they're working on their own all the time, aren't they? <laughs> found the bodies, found them. Look at that. Fucking hell, what's that? Is that yours? <laughs> There's one over there, too. Oh, is that Celine Dion? Um, fucking chuckle brothers <laughs> pictured with three fingers on which I love that not cat not like Kit Kat west side west Mexico <laughs> no teeth don't no, need them do you don't need them and stereoscopic vision how do they know that I don't know I don't even actually know what that is that sounds no, like they pop out of their head is that like a seal the way around stereo would be both sides wouldn't it yeah so is it a case of their 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 eyes are in a position that their vision would be all the way round? But also they had something Which with their good. their neck as well. So they were more than one thousand years old. I would say they are. Yeah, the bizarre presentation has triggered a frenzy of excitement among conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Yet to see any of it. It hasn't. To be fair, um, I mean, literally, we've just glazed over it like a. A couple of people that fuck each other's wives in Sedona are bothered. No one else is. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Do you know these people? No, but Sedona's sort of quite new agey, isn't it? Right. They love all that. They're still living in that free love and crystal shit. Ah, uh, the other wives thing. 
Yeah, it depends what that, I suppose. But it has also drawn scepticism. Unusually for fossils, they have been subjected to analysis. The specimens were coated in what appeared to be sand. It's not coated, it was buried. <laughs> <laughs> Just coating myself in water this morning. Do you have a shower? Um, there's loads more to read, but basically the aliens are here, and apparently this is confirmation. He say, later added this guy, whether they are aliens or not, we don't know. What else would they be? But they were intelligent and they lived with us. They should rewrite history. We're not alone in that vast, in this vast universe. We should embrace this reality. But no one gives a shit. That's what made me laugh. Because this whole reveal when the aliens and people were like... Oh, it's just got a bit of wind. Oh, I shouldn't have had that. I shouldn't have had that that chicken chicken sandwich and that. I just had a chicken sandwich. Did you? Ah, I did. conspiracies. Um, there you go. So the alien headline, no one cared, which just really made me laugh. I did expect it. You know, the great reveal was going to be like aliens in the sky. It's like, I want that. If you're going to reveal it, I want that. I don't want some sand glazed Celine Dion's. In the middle of New Mexico or Mexico. Do you know what makes me laugh as well about these articles? They can't use the same word more than once or twice. So when they're talking about an alien, it's like um, aliens have been found in Mexico. The extraterrestrial beings, blah, 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 aren't they? Yeah. You know, the three foot terrifying looking blah, blah. Just say alien. Yeah, just say, keep say saying I, aliens. It doesn't bother me if you repeat the word. But they have to use a different version, isn't it? He you rode should... in on a horse, the the the, the large four legged beast, blah blah blah. It's just a horse. Just say the horse. The three fingered anti Semitic. <laughs> yeah. They probably are. They probably are. I think Especially they are. a thousand years ago, they, they were still getting kicked out of countries and shit. Alien getting kicked <laughs> off planets. Um, right. Um, Lampedusa. Lampedusa, if I'm saying it right. What does it's, that mean? It's, an, it's an Italian island, right? A little island with a population of about 4,000 people. And it's basically just been stormed by an absolute, basically a fucking armada of migrant ships. And they're now estimating between six and 8,000. Uh, didn't see many women and children, if any. You'll be surprised to know. Um, that have come over from from Africa and have basically landed on this island. What? what, what? Where is this island? Sorry. Off the coast of Italy. Really? You would you would be fucking terrified. Well, you would. Yeah, because you would. So just like what on boats? On boats. And this this is the thing because you know do you remember when Farage used the term invasion right and people went bonkers and you know called him a Nazi and whatever. And I understand if you use the term invasion, people go, oh, fucking far right, you know, and all that. But if you've got an island of 4,000 people and 8,000 people storm it with boats, a massive, comp, like, huge armada of boats, illegally and land illegally upon that island, what is it? If it's not an invasion, what would you call that then? What's the word that I'm getting wrong? Um... It's more of a excursion. Excursion, yeah, package holiday. And, and when you say it to people, like you, you've got to be fair, most sensible people will go, "That's fucking crazy. Like that's bonkers." Because 
in theory, they're not going to stay there, but but that's still a huge influx of people, even if they then go on to the Italian mainland. You know, you will change demographics. How many? Between between six and 8,000, they estimate. Jesus. But that's in, that's in one day. That was one day. So then you go, well, you know, you look at Germany when they brought in like six million or whatever it was um, a few years back. Like there were there were German villages down in, in Bavaria with like a thousand people living there that had 2000 Syrians placed there. Well, it's not Germany anymore, then is it? Of no. course it's not. You're outnumbered two to one. And um, it, it's it's staggering because you then get, like I say, most sensible people will be like, that's fucking crazy. But then you get that sort of fake liberal. Um, when I say fake liberal, what I mean by that is they pretend to be liberal, but then when it comes to a mandate, they'll expect you to fucking do as you're told. Um, they're the ones with their heart on their sleeve and the brain in the bin. They'll be celebrating it. And it's like, yeah, you're celebrating it and calling everyone far right that's saying this is wrong until it arrives in your village. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then, and then you'll have an issue with it. Um, it's absolutely staggering. So that, that you know, Italian culture, to be fair, is, is pretty... It's pretty ingrained, isn't it? It's you can you can describe what it is. It's you know, it's a, it's not one of those countries that are kind of like a bit vanilla. Like no, it's fucking Italy, yeah. Uh, mama, yeah, and um, that would change massively. That island would not be the same. You know, even if even if five hundred of those eight thousand stayed there, it what would I would do, forever. then I would get six thousand of my mates because I've got uh, everybody likes me and stuff, um, yeah. and then I'd get on the boat and go live in their house. Just do a swap. Well, that's it's the like, point. Like, people think it's a racist thing. If you got, if you got between six and eight thousand Englishmen, because they are men, and and plonk, plonk them in in um, on an island, fucking anywhere in the world, it would not be good. It would change everything. You stuck, you stuck that many fucking Englishmen on on, on one of the islands in the Maldives, it would change it. Stick them, send them to fucking Vanuatu, <laughs> off the coast of New Zealand. And, and see what happens. It changes the whole fucking demographic, the whole culture. Everything has changed because you've got you, you know, do fucking fry ups, mate. Yeah. You know it will suddenly change everything. And it's wrong. It's it is, so it is wrong. wrong. It is wrong. Well, we've seen it even happen. In, obviously, we've seen it happen. George Soros funded nonsense in the UK, and we've seen all of these these uh, hotels, including the one I stayed in, which was a classy joint. Um, nicked your hotel, mate. They nicked my hotel as well, so I had to go and stay in a Premier Inn, which is actually an upgrade. Um, but like, yeah, that happened and it's like happening everywhere. And they, I don't know, the left just don't want to look at it, do they? These, these morons, they, they really don't, but you know, it's going to bite them on the bum like it always does. Um, it'd be too late for them then to be virtue, virtuous, especially when the narrative shifts, what are they going to do? Because they're going to have to shift over to the other side. That's when the meltdown happens, isn't it? When, um, like I said before, it's like when they... The super spreaders become the vaccinated and not the unvaccinated. They just switch the narrative over the night. Suddenly they're lost. Well, that the thing is, their hypocrisy is is amazingly evident loads of times when you see videos of people at these refugees welcome things saying, you know, would you like to sign up to take one in? And every single person says, oh, I've not, well, I can't. I've not got the room. Oh, you expect me to do it though? OK, fine. But when you look at America... Yeah. You know, the Democrats have opened the southern border. Like, it's just fucking madness. So they're just flying in, you know, with all their fucking fentanyl and all this sort of shit. Yep. So, obviously, in Texas, they've started just basically bussing and flying them out into different bloody Democratic states. And they're going mad. Yeah. They're going mad when they arrive in their state. It's like scattering them, isn't it? We're talking about people here as well. Well, that's the it's thing, isn't insane. it, as well? It's, they're, they're exploited 
you know, you, you get you, you see some of the videos of, of the men because they're always men on the dinghies with their iPhones, you know, shouting and stuff. You know, they're fucking wrongins in my view, and, and I, I dread to think what they're going to get up to when they get here because they just look like gangland fuckers. But a lot of others will have paid a lot of money to traffickers to to get them there. And I'll tell you what, I saw a, um, a, a screen, um, like um, a um, fucking, oh God, what's it called? A radar image. So you can follow what boats are where, and it will say the name of the ship and blah, blah. And in French waters, the fucking RNLI are literally just off the coast of Calais. All right. And, and they're picking people up. And it's like, and then bringing them back here, not taking them to Calais. So you're like, but at what point then is the RNLI basically just people trafficking? But it's the same. It's absolutely it's the same the thing. Same, yeah. if, you're in, if you're in English waters and you're looking out for migrants in case they fall off the boats or boats sink and, and you're saving lives, that's one thing. Of course, good on you. You should be saving people's lives. You know, whatever people think, I don't believe these people should be allowed to fucking drown. But if you're actively going into French waters to pick them up, to bring them back to England, you're people trafficking, mate. Yeah. And I wonder if they want to. I mean, you make their, their place where they're staying so horrific that anything seems good like that was we said with china before it was such a horrible place to live that the whole western world going over there was easy to usher in because it was so much better than it was before whereas it'll be a step backwards for us and that's their issue they're gonna gonna have to deal with but it's new world order that's that's what exactly yeah, what it is the world's in a different I, I, order i wonder if the rnli are, are being funded to do that you know these migrant hotels they you know the britannia hotels particularly that that hotel chain they took the money holiday inn took the money mm. you know yeah yeah we'll say to the hotel that I, I was at as well and it's you can see it look at the state of new york now oh mate new york's it's like i've got a new york shirt on as i often do but I, it's not the same place i used to go to it looks terrible it looks really bad um fanny lennox she's out again she's come out because the rona's out she's out in the uh um, must be talking to an angel. Is that that one? I can never remember her. What's yeah, anyway, Eurythmics. Yeah. Um, I actually used to like her music. What's she done? That's going to annoy she's me. She's a you dipstick at the moment. Um, she's got a big old fat mask on and she's come out and said, uh, back Got to it. wearing my mask again. The same one she had before. She's skin. Back to Not wearing my, <laughs> back to wearing my mask again. There's a tide of COVID coming through. I have friends who've been affected recently. I really don't mind wearing my mask if it helps me to avoid coming down with it. Stay healthy, peeps. What a moron. How many jabs have you had, Annie? Are they uh, not protecting you then, you fanny? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Nope, you're not. You're, you're... So she, is she living in America now then, being a, a, a Bidenomics fan? I'm guessing that's why, because it's partisan there, isn't it? If you want to tell everyone mm. that you're a Democrat, you I'm wear a mask. I'm sure she lives, actually. Annie Lennox. I'll put Annette. Annie Lennox. I would have Address, thought. phone number. <laughs> Lost cat. cat. Sing, yeah. <laughs> uh, Annie, Annie Lennox lives. It sounds like a musical. Uh, she lives in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> of course she fucking Couldn't does. Couldn't guess that, yeah. Dem country. Dem country. <laughs> oh, you live in Satan's cesspit. Oh, you live a, you're live. you residing in Satan's arsehole. Well done. Sorry for swearing. Um... Yes, so that's any Lennox. I just thought it was funny. They're all starting to climb across, climb aboard the, uh, aboard the COVID, uh, bus. Did you did you see a video that Boris Johnson put up of him in Ukraine again? Right. So he's put up a video of him in Ukraine. You know, talking about how I'm I'm there. I'm supporting. You know, blah blah whatever. I swear I'm the only one that heard it. He, he, someone farts 
right, just before he starts talking. And when I saw that no one had commented on it and no one had picked up on it, I was thinking, have I fucking imagined this? So then I was playing it and I was like, every time, like, I can hear it, like, someone's farting. Well, first of all, I want to say it's a, a great honour to, to be here. But I won't be able to hear it. I'll need to hear the fart. Although I've got saved on my desktop a fart from your good self. Oh! I've saved your fart onto yeah, my desktop. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, I think I, I appreciate have. that, mate. Yeah, it's all right. Well, let me find this then, right. So, he gets introduced by the main geezer. And then... Um, <laughs> the main geezer? Just as Johnson is about to start talking... Well, Zelensky's there, and then it's the compare, whoever that is, right? right. The former Prime Minister of Great Britain, Boris Johnson here. And on this crucial issue of the West... Wait for maintaining it. support, maintaining unity. Uh, I just wanted to know if you have any thoughts and, or maybe a, uh, you know, something you want to say. Well, first of all, I want to say it's a, a great honor to... Please do it! Who was that close to the microphone? Because that overshadowed... Someone farts! (laughs) But no one picked up on it. And I commented on it going, is Johnson farted? And nothing. But you heard it. Well, I heard it, yeah. Did you think at one point, did I fart whilst listening to that, so I need to listen to it back? Potentially. (laughs) I I did think, did I just imagine that? And then, no, I didn't imagine it. Absolutely didn't imagine it. That is a fart. There is a fart. I know a fart when I hear a fart, and that is a fart. Um... Uh, do you ever feel like you don't know what to do with the kids like when you've gone shopping you don't know where to put them you think fuck all the time yeah you don't know where to put them but because they uh, won't stay in the trolley they won't stay in the trolley so I just think this is this is a well this is an idea um, it's all been rolled out around the world I've never heard of it till today but um, oh till today till recently baby in a box right it's a hole in the wall see where I'm going with this um basically it's a place for people that as a last resort is it a locker a, a locker for a baby um a locker for a baby locker um it's really weird but it see at first i thought it was just for busy mums which is weird <laughs> it's busy mums pop the baby in there it's like an incubator you pop it in and then you give it and it, i don't know what happens on the other side um, they get farmed out to to probably John of God's Island or something. Um, but then you can pick it up later. Hopefully you pick up the right one. Um, you don't leave the key in the swimming pool. Um, yeah, but um, this is about... this You've is got the air most... holes. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know what's on the other side of the wall when you put them in, you know. Do you ever put that? When you put a letter in the letterbox, you're like, I don't even know what world this is going into. This might be getting into an alternative reality when I put this in here. I'm not quite sure. Um, So founder Monica Kesley started Safe Haven Baby Boxes, Inc. after learning she was abandoned as an infant and after seeing a baby box in operation at a church in Cape Town, South Africa. And there's an even more disturbing thing about Cape Town. So I've just done an interview with with, um, Juliet Bryant Bryant, and she talks about the blue butterfly. 
and how that's symbolic and how Jeff, um, a lot of the other ladies that were involved used the blue butterfly and she had it on her diary before she even got involved with Epstein. They're um, one of the people they work with, their logo is a blue butterfly. Um, in Cape Town, South Africa. She has made it a personal mission to educate others on the safe haven law and to do whatever it takes to save the lives of innocent babies from being abandoned. So they're wrapping it up in a um, fact is that these are women that are in trouble, getting beaten by the husband, don't know what to do, instead of off it, I don't know what you do, abandoning the child, you put it in a safe box and then someone takes it in and takes it into, I suppose of what she's saying taking it into uh, care the safe haven box takes the face-to-face -face interaction out of the surrender and protects the mother from being seen what the fucking so world it's basically the same as the old days where you would maybe have a child out of wedlock or a child when you were young out of wedlock and you would leave the child at the door of the church yeah, basically yeah but now it's a box that, but, but now it's in a box that's in a wall this Safe Haven Baby Box organisation's primary goal is to raise awareness of the Safe Haven law. Hmm, I wonder where those babies are going. I'm not saying that they're involved in that, but you're getting them into the system. Women in crisis can call the National 24-Hour Hotline and can receive counselling and assistance free of charge. To date, the hotline received over 8,000 calls from every state in the United States. Safe Haven Boxes are referred over, they've referred over to 500 women to crisis um, pregnancy centres assisted in nine adoption referrals and had over 132 legal safe haven surrenders. It's I, the principle you don't have a problem with. Obviously, children need to be in a safe environment. It's the way of putting them in a wall in a box. It's just absurd to me like that that's even thought of as an idea. It is very strange. It, yeah. And like you say, once these kids get in the system, you just don't know what's going to happen. Absolutely um, don't, and we know that terrifying. from the, the care homes in the in Wales, the care homes in England, Jersey, Jersey, yeah. yep, and that that's basically where this this is going, and it's terrifying. And then to have the blue butterfly there as well, knowing that the connotations to what we've just spoken about, there, the trafficking qualification, quali uh, sorry, the, the trafficking clue, clue, the mark yeah. on the door, yeah. yeah. Weird, mate. But that was one that just popped up today. And it's like, once you start to do this research, you see all the like the symbology behind it. And if it's a weird idea like that, and I'm not saying the people involved are actually part of it. They don't know necessarily where the kids are going. It's just, that sounds mad, let's not do it. The stuff that's been allowed to happen now, it's like, this is just fucking insane. Yeah. Talking of insane. Constantine Anthony. Is he the guy from... Um, what's that podcast? No, he's not that guy. You're okay. you're thinking of the trigonometry guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the mayor of Burbank, California. Um, okay. you'll be surprised to know. Um, there's a video of him at a Democrat campaign event, family event, so there's children and and all ages there, um, being spanked by a drag queen. <laughs> he leans over the, ta the the table, and the drag queen just gives him a damn good spanking. Have some of that, son. Isn't he staring right at the kids at the time while he's leaning on the table? Well, what is, gets me is right in front of him is a woman, and I, I assume it's a woman, um, although it is a bit of a bowl cut, but it's that sort of that, that middle-aged bowl cut um, that some middle-aged women have, and she's just there filming it. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to do with that. 
later on. All sorts of weirdness, isn't it? Yeah, she's probably happy. He's happy. The drag queen's happy. The drag only queen. people that are well not happy. happy is the children. The kids are going, what the fuck is going on? Dad. Uncle Steve, like, I thought you were off today. It's just weird, isn't it? Because it's weird. What's going on? Because if you go back, not even that far, and, and you're at a campaign event and you suggest to a politician who's trying to get elected, what we do, we'll, we'll bend you over and spank you. With a... They go, not a chance. Well, who's and doing can it? you please escort this man out? Um, in the old days, it would, it would be like Neil Kinnock falling over in Brighton, right? It, it, would, it would stop you getting elected. Remember when he fell in the sea? That It'd be was, like that... falling in the sea, but then getting dry humped by a drag queen. Basically, but the difference is now that'd get you elected. Of course it will. Whereas, because yeah. it's like, yeah, mate, he's 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 um he's getting spanked by a man dressed up in drag. He's my kind of guy. That's it. I know that he's going to represent me and my family because I've seen his ass getting smashed. <laughs> it's fucking mad, isn't it? That's not a qualification. Oh, aliens but, are here. But you'd be, you'd be thinking it, it, it works for that Scott Wiener guy, though, doesn't it? Do you know Who, what I mean? Who's Scott Wiener? Oh, fucking hell, mate. Right. So they've passed a law, haven't they, in California, obviously, where basically if, um, say, for instance, me and you are a couple. Yeah. You're the, no. I'll be the mum. Fuck it. I'm the mum. You're the woman. Yeah. Uh, you're the man, right? I'm, and I'm, so We could be lesbians. And so... We have a child who is a bit gender confused because some children are. Well, you would be if you particularly girls. If, if your lesbian dads were Age. lesbian mums were both men, you'd be terrible. That confused me. I couldn't even say it. Exactly. So basically, um, the the law has been passed so that if you say you affirm their gender, you go, yeah, all right, don't you worry about it, love. You you get a double mastectomy. Get on your on your fucking um, hormones and shit that are going to render you infertile. Yet me, as someone that actually isn't mental and loves that my, loves my kid more than um, appearing virtuous, I say no. That's not right. She is a girl, and you know we can either have counselling or we can do whatever. But we're not cutting the fucking breasts off and do a. They now, by law, have to take that into consideration. Should we split up? And you would be awarded custody, and I wouldn't. They have to take into into account by law whether if one parent doesn't affirm the gender of the kid, then they they the, the basically the, the odds then stack in the favour of, of of the woke parent that's willing to sacrifice their kid at the altar. It's fucked, man. It's so, the whole system is is upside down and inside out, isn't it? It really is. One, what we've just got to stop igno like ignoring these muppets again. Like I said last week, you're going to you're preaching to the converted. These are this is a cult that you're going to to expect them to react sanely. They're mad. Well, this is the thing. But this Scott Wiener guy, right? He's a senator of California. He's a fucking wrongin. I don't give a fuck what people say, right? He's at all these events. I'm looking at a picture of him now, a Pride event in fucking bondage gear. Like, he's a fucking senator, for fuck's sake. Um, and sure, it's a Pride event. It's... And when I, say, when I say I believe he's a fucking wrongin, that is based on the this that I'm about to read now. These are Scott Wiener's uh, bills. These are the bills he's responsible for, right? I thought you were going to say his, like, electric bill and, like, his sky bill, like, what he's been okay. watching. So AB5957, uh, which is the one that just passed, punishes parents who don't affirm their child's trans identity rights. 
Um, SB 107 removes an out-of-state child from their parents if the child travels to California to obtain gender transition procedures. Uh, SB 145 reduced penalty for offenders who sodomize children as young as 14. Jesus. This is why I think he's a fucking wrong. Oh, well, yeah. SB 866 allows kids to consent to medical decisions without parental knowledge. SB 239 reduces the penalty for knowingly giving AIDS without informing the person. Um, SB 132 requires prisons to put males in female prisons if they claim to feel like a woman. What the hell I, I don't is have he... time to do anything else. What is it? <laughs> what, uh, you've got to wonder what they got on him. Because that is diabolical. Just look at, the, look, look at him. I bet his name's Scott Weiner. His name's Scott Weiner, and he looks exactly like you'd expect someone responsible for those bills to look like. I think he looks. I haven't googled him, but I, I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting nonce. But I'm also getting. Um, I'm getting Twiglet. Oh, total Twiglet. Twiglet with glasses on. Twiglet with glasses on, shit beard, um, um, Jacinda Ardern fat teeth syndrome. Yeah. And his head shape is like a slightly deflated balloon. You yeah. know, like you've got a balloon that you've. It's four days after the kid's birthday party. Yeah, and they still want to what, keep it. What a balloon looks like. That's yeah. Scott Wiener. No wonder he's weird. Total fucking creep. Uh, what, uh, that one about the, the child abuse, it's like, how could you even justify that to your... Like, he must have family going, Scott, I, maybe that one is a little bit too far. It's fucking insane, isn't it? And that, like, America's just... Well, America's just fucking mad. And and people like him are leading the charge to, 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 the, to the fall of fucking Rome. Well, over here ain't much better, but this did make me laugh. Liz trusts to share lessons of her time in government. First lesson, don't unpack. First lesson, if the person you're against is, is the choice of the bankers, <laughs> just go home, mate. Just go home. She did. But it took her 49 days. So what a book that's got to be, isn't it? Even if you had a page per day, you still... That's not a book, it's a pamphlet. The former PM blames lack of support for conservative ideas as part of her downfall during her 49-day premiership. Imagine writing a book about it, though. You're going, just don't mention it, Leeds. Well, there, there are no conservative ideas anymore. No. The, the, the Tories are just labour light. Liz Trust is writing a book about 49 days as Prime Minister, which will argue the main cause of her downfall was lack of support for conservative ideas and too much support for the global left. Well, I'll, I'll agree with her there. Yeah. Um, the former Prime Minister wants to see a conservative movement revival and has decided to share the lessons from her time in government, where she was often the only conservative in the room. She was often the only one in the room as well, because it was her and her suitcases, basically. She didn't even get her knickers in the in the chest of drawers it was that quick that's where you put them in it yeah I, I ate moving house and that must fucking hell although <laughs> that was the most annoying thing about it when she, she goes, you've not prime minister I've only just fucking moved in oh I've just moved house oh and I just unpacked my knickers and everything do you reckon people like knickers. that even un- knickers. do you reckon they even unpack their own shit anyway no of course they don't no so don't although I reckon they get their little uh, they've got some little Indonesian boy to to categorise their dildos. Yeah, when he's not when he's not making blue fucking face masks in a sweatshop. He's <laughs> he's counting the Liz Trust dildos. Trust collection. 
They'll, they'll come in a window box. Yeah, <laughs> in a window box. Uh, uh, gross. Go on, then. Um, okay, on the subject of fucking weird shit again, um, Sam Smith, have you seen that video? <laughs> he lost a bit of weight, though, we'll say. What is going on with him? I don't know, mate. What is he dressed as? Explain it to the listener. He's got, he's we'll got have... telly t- this is a grown man. Sort of. With a beard. Um, he's got... He doesn't even walk, does he? He sort of does a really over-the-top fucking catwalk mince. For some reason, I don't. No one walks like that. No, you're, you're trying to walk like that. You it's get eczema in the hole if you. Oh, did mate, that. yeah, his thighs must. Ch- I'm surprised he doesn't catch fire. Um, so he's got these Teletubby sock things up over his knees. He's got a weird, bloody um, Epstein Chapel fucking striped top on with a kid's face on it. It's all fucking weird, and he's just. Just like walking up to the camera, all very seductively and creepy, singing Teletubby's theme tune. It's Tinky Winky, Dipsy, La Oh, I just, what have they got on doing, the fella? Bro? What have they got on him? Because, you know, it's, it's a parody of Pedo, it's a Pedo parody. Um, but <laughs> what that means. Um, but he—it's—it's it's a popedo parody. Parody. <laughs> yeah, it's—it's it's a telepedo. It's. Fucking what would you weird. call it if all of these pedos went on a on a like a they went round the world and just give talks? What would you call it? Um. Go on. Torpedo. Oh. See, I went the wrong way. I was just thinking in my head, pedo tour, and that's just shit. Yeah, tour, tour, tour <laughs> pedo. You were close. I'm literal pedo tour. Go on, next. Oh, yeah, sorry. It was the Lord Sam Smith, yeah. What, what are your thoughts? What do you think is going on here with the fellow? I don't know. I thought part of it was like a fucking humiliation ritual, if I'm honest. Yeah. But when I look at him, I actually think he's enjoying it. He doesn't look... You know, sometimes you see people doing things and you're like, you know they're crying internally. Um... But he seems to be really enjoying it, lapping it up, which I found I find strange because, as someone that goes fishing, so as in <laughs> do you? I've never never known you to go fishing ever. I've never no, seen a fishing rod in your in your house. Nothing. I don't mean literal fishing. Oh. I mean like sometimes on, oh. on social media I'll go fishing. I'm not a fish of them like Sam Smith. He's a fish of them, isn't I he? Thought, I'm a yeah, fish of them. Go on then. Sorry. But I will some you know sometimes you know if people are you know. The, the Musketeers and the Branch Covidians and the Slava Ukrainians and, and the well gone die climate change lot. Yeah. Every now and then, if I'm bored, I do go fishing, right? And I know that I'm going to get a torrent of abuse back. And when I'm reading it back, I am sort of belly laughing, thinking that he's hit caps lock to write that. That's fucking yeah. funny, right? And that is fine because these all these people are calling me as like a fucking, you know, a, a, a COVID idiot and climate denier and all these kind of things, which aren't offensive terms and it's like conspiracy theorists they're not offensive terms tim no. that so i'm i'm i don't mind it i find it funny and so i play up to it sometimes right but he's being called a nonce <laughs> yeah and and instead of going that's well, not very what nice is, what is it about what i am doing and how i'm acting that making people think i'm a paedophile yeah he's going well i'll play up on it <laughs> and it just seems like yeah. a weird decision i'm gonna double down on that 
Yeah, if well, yeah. everyone thinks I'm a nonce, nonce, then I may as well act like one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I would go against it. Like, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Even even Jimmy Savile hit it a bit. Not well though, did he? Not really very well. No. Um, I think when if 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 Louis Threw is not a very good judge of character. He's not, is he? As an, investiga- an investigative journalist, he's pretty poor. That he didn't realise Jimmy Savile was a uh, prolific child abuser. In the in the two whole documentaries he filmed with him, um, he even rode his bike around his living room. I mean, he's a, he's apparently been trying to get a documentary about about Dad over the line. Really? Yeah, he was interviewed in some newspaper the other day, in which he said, you know, um, he was kind of talking about the fact that actually they don't have the freedom that they used to have. And actually, he's been trying to get documentaries over the line on. And he says, my dad, I've never fucking heard from him. But um, I wouldn't trust him. As far as no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. And you could probably throw him quite a long way because he's very thin. He's and if you moved thin. his arms into a certain position, you could paper airplane it. You could Louis through him anywhere. You could. Yeah, like Scott Wiener. <laughs> Wieners. Uh, Sorry. A Scott, he- a Scott air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> a slightly deflated Scott air balloon. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, what are we talking about? Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah, Early he's weird, isn't it, mate? Up. He has lost some weight though, so let's give him a a round of applause for losing weight. But he probably he is coming across like a sex offender. The amount of weight he's lost though is the equivalent to chucking a deck chair off the Titanic. Yeah, it's still going down, isn't it? It's 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 negligible. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, let's have a look. So. You, well, now it's um, now it's it's a crime to do anything, isn't it? Absolutely anything. So even if if you don't believe in net zero, guess what? What's going to happen to you? I think a huge fine or a prison sentence, Richard. It might well be that. Good God, is Britain really going to jail people who disagree with net zero? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. A piece of legislation snuck quietly through the Parliament yesterday, straight under the door. It's like the COVID stuff. Um, if we don't fight it, might very well face jail time for non-compliance with New Zero diktats. I love that word. Um, Absolutely nonsense. Because diktats sound like like a a tattoo on your penis, <laughs> which would fucking hurt, wouldn't it? I was uh, going to go with it sounds like a, like a cross-dressing nightclub, like because you've got both, you've got dick and tats, diktats, like. But I, yours was better, to be fair. Well, that's that's that old joke in it of the um, the 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 white lad and the black lad stood um, in the urinals, and they've got their he stood their white lads having a, a wee, and the, the black lad looks down and goes, "Oh, what's that? You've got a W and a Y um, tattooed onto your penis." And he says, "Yeah," he said, "because when my cock gets erect and bigger, you can see the whole tattoo, and it just says Wendy on it. It's my wife's name." <laughs> oh, that's cute. It's just funny because I've got a, a W and a Y on my penis as well. Really, what's your say when it's erect then? It says, says, welcome to Jamaica. I hope you enjoy your stay. <laughs> nice. It's a good, that's a dad joke. Did your dad tell you that joke? He didn't, believe it or not. No. It's a David Brent joke, isn't it? Is it? It's, it's, okay. it's the sort of joke. Well, it's not, but it's the sort of joke oh, okay. that he would tell and then would get a disciplinary for it. <laughs> You know you're done right when you get disciplinary. Back to work. So back to work after the summer recess. The UK government introduced legislation related to net zero measures. Of course they did, um, which has set off major alarm bells amongst lovers of freedom across the country. <laughs> lovers of freedom. What are they Bloody doing over freedom? What are they doing over there? You love. Do you think you love freedom? Don't you? Who are you? 
loving freedom over there. Come over here. Come over here. We're, yeah, we, we, we shoot each other when we disagree. Yeah. What do you mean lovers of freedom? That's not a thing. Lovers of freedom across the country. They made that a segment of society now. That, like, that's weird. That's a section. It's just them. It should be... It, well, the funny thing is that it should, in theory, be the entirety of the population, shouldn't it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. But most of them are scared of freedom. Of course oh, they are. I'm terrified of freedom. I've made my own decisions. Oh, it's because of responsibility, that. yeah. Many yeah. are questioning the necessity and feasibility of the draconian net zero measures contained in the flagship um, energy bill, which cleared the Commons at the third reading yesterday. And they're rightly worried properly uh, property owners facing criminal charges for opposing them so if you don't oppose, oppose them in your house in fact under the news legislation those who fail to adhere to energy consumption regulations could face imprisonment for up to a year and fines of fifteen thousand pounds they're going to stick you in a room with bars on it with electricity running to keep you in there to keep the bars closed because you won't comply with the electricity consumption in your house we're just going to put you in that one. We're going to make another prison that we're going to have to put electric in it, obviously, because we need the, the doors to be secure. We need the technology there. Because you are taking too much electricity up over there. It's just stupid, isn't it? Yeah, these are stupid people. Net zero is is just absolute insanity. Of course it is. It's like saying, like when they come up, no COVID. Near, zero, zero anything is stupid. There's always going to be a little bit of it. Like it's and also, we, we fucking need carbon dioxide to to survive, to function. Well, that's the point, isn't it? Um, precautions may also occur for... Sorry, prosecutions may also occur for providing false information about energy efficiency or obstructing enforcement authorities. <laughs> false energy. How much electricity did you use last week? Seven. Right, that's not even a measurement. Um, okay, can you just check it for me? Yeah, it says seven. On it, seven, seven electricities. That's it. We probably only want six next week. I think it's just this planet's retarded. Oh, are we allowed to say that word? Yeah, I've said it now. Too late. Fuck it. Um, right, my this is my last one. Virginia. Yeah. Although I did, I was going to talk about Owen Schroyer because that because that's just insane. The info yes. presenter who gets six weeks in prison for going to essentially attending, basically um, trespassing. But you see, you see the the Trump derangement syndrome lot on nine eleven, all basically tweeting in unison about how nine eleven happened again on January the sixth. It was like, yeah, because those two things are comparable, <laughs> fucking lunatics. Um, but this this one's disgusting. This one's so fucked up. So this is the headline, right? Virginia mum sues pro-transgender teachers for pushing her child into prostitution. What? Uh, yeah, school employees reportedly secretly transitioned a 14-year-old girl and kept it a secret from her parents. Eventually, she ran away from home and was later placed by a public defender in an all-male juvenile facility because her parents weren't affirming enough. There, she was sexually assaulted and later kidnapped, raped and sex trafficked. Jesus. Fucking hell, that's like... Imagine that happened to your life. It's like someone's pulled the bottom out of the Connect 4 and you've just gone right just down. Fucking hell. So they did it with... How did they do it without the parents noticing? Like, wouldn't she start to physically change? It Well, I I, I don't know. 
but it's what I was just checking there is what I already uh, suspected. Virginia's got two uh, senators. Um, what them party do they represent? I Swahili for what party they do they represent? I'm going with liberals. Right? Do you know what what happened then? Right? I went, what dem? And I started to say democratic, which was giving away the answer to the question I was asking. So then I just turned it, what dem turned into Jamaica man? Right? (laughs) And I didn't do it well, did I? What dem? What dem saying? You did it all right, to be fair. I just wasn't expecting it. No, I kind of wasn't either. (laughs) But... It's just fucked, isn't it? Democrats. Democrats are fucked. Ah, they're a cult. George W. Bonkers. They are absolutely a cult. And same with the left over here. Uh, Same with the Labour over here. But they're all bonkers anyway. Just varying degrees of bonkers. Varying degrees of bonkers. But, you know, Labour will be our next government here. And Jesus wept. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to ignore everything they say. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just not going to do any of that stuff that they they put into place. That's what I'm going to do, and that's what everybody else in the country should do. Because that's where the power is. Yeah. Just ignore them. Just going, nah, I'm not doing that. The ULES cameras seem to have gone missing. I mean, as many. I mean, how many I could fill up in my shed was actually quite surprising. I'm 48 in there. Man. That that ULES thing, I'm quite enjoying at the minute, though, in the sense that it's it's showing the, um, the power that people have. Yeah. yeah. Because they're nearly all out of commission, aren't they? Of course they like, are. It's hundreds of them have, have just been. I, I what I love about it as well is the fact that they've got a specific tool, to just snip. Have they? Them down. Yeah. Have you not seen them doing it? No, no, I haven't. They've honestly got this long pole thing with a tiny little scissor thing at the top, and it is so fucking efficient. Like they're hooded, obviously. Yeah. Comes in, just goes, Bosh, one out. Really? Solution that quick. I yeah. They made one. Well, like the old days, like in France, where they put up a speed camera and the local farmer would have to chain it up to a tractor and rip it down. Now these guys are just, snip, Bosh, right, next one. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's, it's human, amazing. Yeah, human ingenuity. Um, there you go, guys. So that's been a been a, a what happening hour for you there. So where can people get their CBD from? They can get their CBD from Supreme CBD. Dot UK, and when they get to uh, SupremeCBD.uk, um, they can turn into Tony Blair if they want, or they can um, use the code WTAF, and they can get forty percent of everything. And what them don't do it, they don't not get it. What them don't do, they don't get. See you next week. I don't even like Pringles.